1 Corinthians Part 1. Paul was in Ephesus when he heard about the problems in the church at Corinth. He immediately wrote this letter. He said, I praise God for you constantly. It's obvious to all that God has enriched you with spiritual gifts so you can serve him until Christ comes again. I'll get right to the point. I understand there are divisions among you. I've heard that some say, I follow Paul, or I hold to the teachings of Apollos, or my Christianity comes from Peter. Still others say, I don't follow anyone except Christ. Why are you wasting your time with such bickering? When I was with you, I totally focused on giving you the simple gospel. I didn't allow myself to be distracted from the cross of Christ. I didn't care that others thought preaching about the cross was silly. I knew it was the power of God. This fighting comes from your pride. Don't you realize God uses foolish things to show his wisdom? Remember, I came to you in weakness. I didn't display myself as a great person with flowing words. No, I stood among you trembling with fear. I totally relied on the Spirit of God to do His work in your lives. And He did. Your faith was born in His power. It didn't come with human reasoning. Apollos and I didn't teach you God's wisdom. The Spirit of God taught those things to you. Oh, I know how to teach the wisdom of God to those who are mature in their walk with the Lord. (laughs) But I fed you with milk because you were babies in the faith. Obviously, you still can't be fed like mature Christians. You fight among yourselves. You're jealous of each other. You get in a little click saying, I'm of Paul. I prefer Apollos. You're acting like you don't even know Christ. Who are Paul and Apollos anyway? They are slaves of Christ. They were told to work with you. God said, Paul, go plant the seeds of faith. Apollos, water the plants. Now leave them alone. I'll make them grow. We're just slaves doing our assigned jobs. God is the one who planned it all. Take a closer look at those of us who are called apostles. We're like, we're like prisoners of war being paraded through the streets until they're finally killed. We're fools for Christ, weak and hated. We're homeless, and our constant companion is hunger. We have to work hard just to stay alive. We have, to, we have to bless those who curse us. We have to be patient with those who abuse us. When people slander us, we have to say nice things about them. We're the garbage of the world. Still, I'm your spiritual father, and you're to emulate me. I'm planning to come and visit you. When I arrive, do I have to correct you as children? No, I think you want me to come in a spirit of meekness. Therefore, I'm sending Timothy to remind you of the ways of Christ. 
Still, there are a few issues that have to be taken care of right away. First, I've heard that there is a man in the church who is sleeping with his stepmother. I can't believe you're allowing this disgusting sin. Remove that man from your fellowship immediately. Sin is like yeast. Given time, it'll take over the entire batch of dough. I've also been told you're taking one another to court to stand before non-Christian judges. (laughs) Aren't there godly people in the church that can pass judgment on these things? Listen, the day will come when you will judge angels. You'll also judge the people of this world. Surely you can take care of these small matters between brothers. (laughs) If there's no one in the church to judge between you, simply endure the injustice. Allow yourself to be cheated. There's also the issue of immorality. The simple fact is this. Your body was not made for sexual impurity. God made people for himself. And as a Christian, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. When he paid for you, the Spirit of God took possession of your body. You're no longer your own. You're to glorify God in all things. Sexual needs are to be filled within marriage. God has given me the ability to stay single. But not everyone has this gift. Therefore, they should get married rather than live with burning frustration. Once a couple is married, they need to be conscious of each other's needs. I know that some of you are married to someone who doesn't know our Lord. Stay with that person with the hope of winning them to Christ. If they leave you, well, there's nothing you can do about that. Accept the situation in life that God has given you. Of course, it's all right to improve yourself whenever you can, but don't be burdened down with trying to fight against the place God has put you. He'll perfect your ministry right where you are. For more, go to BibleTelling.org.